So we just recorded a whole thing where Daddy T's refilled our glasses with wine. We're on our third bottle of wine and our third episode of the uh, of the series. Storytime with Daddy T's from Tamriel. I'm Pup Farstrider. Daddy T's is uh, sitting on the couch presently. <laughs> he gave a thumbs up. Uh, Sophia is out of reach, so I can't really like talk to her. Um, hey, Sophia, come here. Here, you know what? You know what? Hell, let's let's just let's just go over to Sophia. Hey, Sophia, what's up? I'm still here. Uh, I'm not talking to you, Atar. I'm all ears. There she is. Oh, uh, let's see. I would like you to which sing. Song? Uh, which song? Which um, song? The Dragonborn Comes. Would you sing me The Dragonborn Comes, Sophia? That's one of my favorites. The hero, the hero has a warrior's heart. Ooh. I tell you, I tell you, the dragonborn comes. Oh. With a vast wielding power and to maintain order. Oh my. Believe, believe the dragonborn comes. Hell yeah, sing it, girl. It's an end to the evil and everyone knows. Yes. Beware, beware, the dragonborn comes. The dragonborn comes. For the darkness has passed and the flowers yet grow. They grow. You know, you know, the dragonborn comes. Oh, yeah, he does. Uh, you know what? I'm going to wait six hours, too. I'm just going to see if uh, if we can get rid of the rain in the background. Because it would be nice to have an episode where it's not, like, pouring fucking rain outside. Oh, my God. Did the dragonborn come on our tits after yeah, six hours? I love you, Sophia. Oh my god. Fucking best thing ever. You know, let's go outside to White Run. Let's see if it's uh Let's see if the weather outside is better. I mean, you know, I've got some goldfish. Oh. Nom, nom, nom. Mm. Goldfish, so good. Mm, these are cheesy goldfish. And we got some rosé. Been drinking rosé for three episodes now. This is Josh. Mm, smells good. Oh, it tastes good. Bark. Got a saber cat on the to- on the screen. Screaming at me. Bark. I probably killed it and stuffed it. I mean, let's be honest. Yeah, we're totally doing another episode, hon. Because we need to do more episodes. Because we've been off the air for too long. <laughs> You're done. One more episode. <laughs> he can't even see straight. Come on, one more episode. You got a full glass of wine. I'll pick shorter stories. I promise. If the game ever loads in so we can pick a book. Ooh, here we are outside. 
I mean, I'm literally traveling, traveling somewhere else. Oh, hey, look, it's Adrian Avenici. It's always good to see someone I can count on. Oh, is it now? What have you got Looking for sale? Looking to protect yourself or deal some damage? I mean, I like dealing damage. She has a blessed imperial bow. She has, Oh, I'm going to buy your 12 dwarven arrows and your uh, 13 ebony arrows and um, your 11 elven arrows. And uh, fuck your great swords, they suck. And your iron arrows, your pickaxes. God, you're a cunt. Ugh. God, you're not. That gentleman's guide to white realm was lying about how amazing you are. You're just kind of a bitch with overpriced goods. But. Good luck out there. Yeah, good luck out there. Whatever, bitch. Okay, so here we are. We're out in White Run. Where I'm literally running around like a crazy fucking person. Um, Sophia is naked because she's Sophia. Uh, we're we're sprinting. We're going. Oh, hey, bitch. What's up? We're in like the area where there's like the the temple of Kinnereth. Oh, hey, hey, it's a priest. Hey, you have come. I missed her. You have what can you tell me about Talos? He went inside the. Turn it down. You turn your thing down. I can barely hear it. Turn your turn your volume down on your thing. It did. Okay, good. Okay, so we're outside here. We're we're gonna grab a seat. You know, what? we'll grab a seat. We'll get blessed by Talos. Well, This is all the. Right of Talos. There we go. We got we got blessed by Talos. And now we're gonna just grab a seat here in the up against yeah, the tree. Yeah. Yeah, we got the we got the tree above us. It's really pretty. We got uh trying Talos across from us, and we're gonna read some books. So Daddy, Daddy, what are we gonna read? Are we gonna read uh I don't know. Maybe we should read like You told me this wouldn't take for very long. Should we re- Let's just go with this We've got four volumes right here Just in case they're short Rising Threat Volumes 1, 2, 3, and 4 How about it? No No? Yeah. Rizlov the Righteous You want to read that? You want to find out why he's righteous? What's Rizlov up to, Daddy? I don't know. Let's find out. Okay. Rizlov the Righteous by Sinjin. Daddy, take it away. Like all true heroes, Rizlar Larch had in inauspicious beginnings. We are told by chronicler chroniclers that the springtide night in the 440th year of the first era on which he was born was unseenably cold and that his mother, Queen Lenata, died very shortly after setting eyes upon her son. I just want to let you guys know from that right now, I'm really drunk. Oh, totes. And this is really difficult for me. Yes. So I just want you to know that. I, I already told them we're on our third bottle of wine. I don't it's know what Josh Wine. I'm here and I have a microphone in front of me. I'm supposed to talk. I mean, we've had food, but it's not enough to count <clears> the <throat> wine. It's not food. 
We're drunky. We're not buzzy. He's pretending I'm really just not. Like no, this. I'm seriously drunky. <laughs> if he were much beloved of his father, page turn. Oh, page turn. King. Morris. Morris of Skingard. Skingrod. Who already had plenty of heirs, three sons and four daughters before him, the chroniclers made no mention of it. His existence was very, very undistinguished that he hear virtually nothing of him. For the first 20 years of his life, his schooling, we can suppose, was similar to that of any spare prince in the Colovine West with Aied tutors to teach him the ways of hunting and battle. Etiquette, religious instruction, and <laughs> even basic statecraft were seldom a part of his training of a prince of the Highlands, as it was the more civilized valley of Nibbany. Nibbany. I mean, Nibbany. You're a Highlands lord, so. There is a belief reference to him to gather his family, and as part of the rules of honor during the coronation of the Emperor Gorius of the 23rd page turn oh. of Sun's Dawn IE 461 the ceremony of course held during the time of the Aliasin doctrines of Markar Mar Alessian doctrines of Maruk Maruk and so was without entertainment the 13 year old Kislov was still witnessed as to some of the greatest figures of legend the beast of Anquina Dalak Brar represented his kingdom giving honor to the empire the chieftain of Skyrim, Kjork the White, and his son, Hog, were in Why's attendance. Be white? I don't know. There's a lot <laughs> of white in this. And despite the emperor's intolerance of all elves, Shimmer and Doral Nevrar and Dwemer Dumak. Dwarf King were evidently there as well, diplomatically representing Kazdan, all in relative peace. If you understood anything I just said, powers to you, because I don't even know <laughs> what I just said. I can't tell you. Me either. Also mentioned on the rolls was young Mur in service to the Imperial Court of Iraq, who was to have a great history with Kislov, Kion, <laughs> Germany. 
<laughs> what? They're the two young. There are two people. Apparently. <laughs> Whether the two young men of about the same age met and conversed is entirely stuff of historians fancy. Ryan is spoken of in praising words as a powerful landowner and eventually buying the land of Balferia in the Iliac Bay of and gradually conquering all of High Rock and large ports of Hammerfell in Skyrim. But Rizlov is not heard of again in history's books for other 17 years. We can only offer suspicion based on the facts that follow. Children of kings are, of course, married to the children of other kings to bind alliances. Yes. The kingdoms of Skingard and <laughs> Kavish scrimmaged over common territory throughout the 5th century until they reached a peace in the year 472. The details of this accord are not recorded, but since we know the Prince Riscarv was in the court of Kavach six years later as husband to Bellany, the daughter of King Justinius, he was feared to make an educated guess that they were married and to make peace. This brings us to the year 478, when a great plague swept through Cyrodiil and seemed particularly con concentrated in the independent Colonovan West. Colovian. I don't know. Among the victims were the king... Morcus and the rest of the entire royal family in Skinguard. Gives us only surviving elder brother Dorald Dorald survived. <laughs> Being in the Imperial City as a priest of Mar 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 Maruth. He returned to his homeland to assume the throne. Oh, Dorald, we have some history. The king's second son, he was slightly simple-minded and eventually <laughs> very pious. All the chroniclers spoke of his sweetness and decency, how he saw a vision in the early years that brought him with his father's blessing from Skinguard to the Imperial City and the priesthood, the priesthood to Markarth in the course saw no difference between spiritual and political matters. No it way. was a religion of the Assassin Empire. And it is taught that to resist the Empire was to resist the gods. Given that it is Scar, scar, scarcely a surprise what Donald Doral did when he became king to the independent kingdom of Skingard. His first edict, edict <clears throat> on his very first day was to 
Cede the kingdom to the empire. The reaction throughout the Kolovian estate was shock and outrage. Nowhere, nowhere more so than in the court of Kav Kavash. Kavash. Kislavash. We are <laughs> Rizlav Larik. We are Rizlav, that's our told rode forth to his brother's kingdom together with his wife and two dozen of his father-in-law's cavalry. It was surely not an impressive army. It was not impressive at all. No matter how the chroniclers established it. Fuck that army. They had little trouble defeating all the guards. Delon ah! sent to stop them. In truth, Bitches. there was no actual <laughs> battling, for the soldiers of the skin guard resented their new king's decision to give them their autonomy. The brothers faced one another in a castle courtyard. <gasps> they had grown up. No way. In typical Kolovian fashion, there was no trial, no accusations of treason, no jury, uh -huh. no judge, only executioner. Holy shit. Thou art no brother of mine? <gasps> Kis Fucker. Kislov Larsh said and struck Donald's head from his shoulders <laughs> in one blow. He was crown king of Skingard and still holding the same bloody axe in his arms. Bark. If King Rislov had no battle experience beforehand, that was shortly to challenge. Would spread quickly to Imperial City Skingard. Once offered, was now being taken back. Jirius was no accomplished warrior even before taking the throne in the 17 years he had had as emperor of scarcely peaceful. Scar scarcely peaceful. Only eight months before Donald Doron's assassination in Rivslaw's Ascendancy, Jirius and the Alicinian army had faced another of his coronation guests. Kirik the White on the fields of the frozen north, the high chieftain of Skyrim lost his life in battle of Sungard. Oh my god. Oh my god, he died. No way! While the Pact of Chieftains was selecting a new leader, Cyrodiil was busy gambling, grabbing back the land of a southerner. Turn the page. Oh, page. Ah. Sky, to a southerner in Skyrim that had lost. In short, Emperor Gorius knew how to deal with real rebellious vassals. Mm. The Alicinian army poured westward like a flood of death to 
borrow the chronicler's phrase. Can I borrow that for a minute? He's like, yeah, that's fine. You can borrow it. You can totes. Here, just borrow my chronicler's phrase. Yeah. In numbers far exceeding what would be required to conquer Skingard, Gorius could not have thought actual battle was likely. Rizlov, as we said, had little to no experience at warfare and yeah. only a few days practice at the king's craft. Oh, bitch. <laughs> His kingdom and all the colony of Vin West had just been ravaged by a plague. Oh, it's so sad. The Alcinians oh. anticipated that a mere Wait. show of arms and a surrender. Did they have COVID? They had a plague. Oh, my God. They had COVID. They had a plague. Run! Get your Pfizer vaccine. Fuck. We don't even know what kind of plague this was. It was COVID. Let's be honest. Kvach, COVID. Kislov instead prepared for battle. Ah! Motherfucker. He quickly <laughs> inspected his troops and drew up plans. Woo. The oh my God! The chroniclers who had heretofore who had heretofore ignored the life of Kislov now devote verse after verse describing his king's aspect with fairistic delight. Yay! <laughs> While it may lack literally merit and taste. We are at least given some details as last. Not surprisingly, the king wore the finest armor of his era in the Kolonivin estates that have the finest leathersmiths. The only type of armor available in all of Tamriel, the king's Klebanian Mail boiled and waxed for hardness and studded with inch long spikes was a rich chestnut red and he wore it over his black tunic but under his black cloak the statue of Kislov in righteousness which now stands at Skingard is a romanticized version of the king but not inaccurate except in the armor represented no bard of the colonia vin west would have gone to the market so lightly protected but it does as we will see include the most <laughs> important accountant of kislov his trained hawk, his fast horse. Does this make sense to you? No. I hope you're following because I'm not. I am so confused. The winter rains had washed through the roads to the south, sending much of the west wealth spilling into Vaughnwood. The emperor took the northern route and the king Kislov with a small portal of guards met him at a low pass of what now the gold road. The emperor's army is, is said was so large that the be how large was it? 
<laughs> the beast of the Anquina could hear its march from hundreds of miles away. And despite itself, Ooh. the chroniclers say he Ooh. quacked in fear. Quaked. Quaked. Quaking in my boots like little Bark. bitch. Bark. Arf. Kislov, it was said, did not quake. With perfect politeness, he told the emperor his party was too large to accommodate to be accommodated in his tiny kingdom of Skingard. Oh, it's time to change the page. Next time, Kislaw said, right before you come. The empire was like... <laughs> Most assassin empires not a man of great humor, and he thought Kislev touched by Shiogareth. He ordered his personal guards to arrest poor Madame, Madame, but not that moment. The king of Skingard raised his arm and sent his hawk flying into the sky. It was a signal to his army had been waiting for. The Allison were all within the pass in the rage of their arrows. King Kislov and his guard began riding westward as fast as they had been. Kiss by wind, Kynareth. As the chronicler said, he did not dare to look behind him, but his plan went faultlessly. The eastern end of the pass was sealed by rolling boulders, giving the Alicinian no direction to go but westward. The skin guard archers raised their arrows down upon the Imperial army from far above the plateaus, remaining safe and reprisal. The fierce Emperor Gorius chased Kislov from the wielded of highlands, leaving Skingard far behind. All Ooh. the while, his army growing steadily smaller and smaller. <laughs> Sad. In the ancient highland forest, the Imperial army met the army of Rizlov farther in law. The king of Kavich, the Salian army, likely still outnumbered their opponents, but they were exhausted and their morals had been obliterated by the chase amid a sea of arrows. After an hour's battle, they retreated north into what is now the Imperial Reserve, and from there, further north and east to slip back to nurse their wounds and pride in Nimeri. Nibineri. Nibini? Nibineri? It was the beginning of the end of the Allison Begami. The kings of the colonial west joined with Kavach and Skingard to resist imperial incursions. The clan Dear many under Ryan was Im inspired to outlaw the religion of the Allison reform throughout its lands in High Rock and began pushing into imperial territories. The new high chief of Skyrim 
Hog, now called Hog Merkler, through sharing the Imperial's official Xenphobia, also joined the resistance. His heir, King Yezmir Woolharth of Atmara, helped continue the struggle upon Hog's death in battle and also ensured his place in history. The heroic king of Skingard who faced the Emperor's army virtually alone and triggered its end justly deserves his sobriquet of Rizlov the Righteous. Oh, there's there's no more pages. He goes right to the end of that page. Good, because I'm done reading. Oh my god, that was a way longer book than I expected. I didn't like it. I don't like this episode. Uh, <laughs> You're busy on your we're phone, drunk. and I can't think straight. Um, wow, uh, I am a little drunky. I'll admit that was a way longer book than I expected. I thought it would be short. <sighs> I swear, I thought it would be a short book. We're only gonna do two this episode. That was talk long. About something else. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that was like. Two thirds of a usual episode length. I told you this is a long book and my throat hurts right now. Oh, my God. I will read the next books for you. Oh, hiccup. I'm drunky. Bark. I finished my glass of wine. Um, Anyways, uh, that was it was boring. It was long, but it wasn't terrible. It was Um, bad. it wasn't the worst. It was terrible. There's worse books. No. I would give that a wolf pelt. I wouldn't even remotely even saber cat eye. I, no. It's more than a horker. A single saber cat eye. No, I wouldn't go that high. A That's saber- lower than a wolf. No, it's not. It's higher than a wolf. Oh, is that before the bears? Then a wolf pelt. Do you not know I the can't hierarchy rem- of animals? I can't remember. You idiot. I am an idiot. I suck at everything. Okay, so a wolf pelt? It was better than a horker tusk. Fine. It is a goat head. <laughs> There's a new rating. A single goat head. Rizlov the Righteous. Fuck, that was long. <sighs> I don't okay. know. What do you guys think? <laughs> you, you, you listeners at home, what do you rate this book that oh, I read no. to you? Fuck, that was That long. I could barely pronounce, and I don't know what I read. <laughs> I don't know. Rizlov the Righteous. I have no idea what I was talking about. Don't bother. If you come across that book in Skyrim, throw just it away. throw it away. It's not worth it. Or well, sell it for the few gold coins it's, it's worth, it's like worth five. It's worth 15 gold septums. No, that's that's a short history of Morrowind. I'm pretty sure it was worth five. So, toss it. Fuck it. Unless you're, like, just starting, then sell it. Read the Bear of Markarth. Uh, you want me to read the Bear of Markarth? Okay, cool. Um, okay, this we're only going to do two books. So before I read the Bear of Markarth, I need to take a minute because it's um, my God. Ooh, the Bear of Markarth, the Crimes of Ulfric Stormcloak by Aramis Aramis Imperial Scholar. 
Uh, <laughs> I will read that momentarily. But before we read that, we got to do what we do before we read the second book, which is thank our sponsors at Farstrider. That's <laughs> me. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I want to thank our patrons, our patrons at Pack Farstrider, our Patreon. Thank you so much for your support. If you want to be a member, you could be a member for just $5. For just a cup of coffee, you can support his life work. Yeah, per month. Per month. It's only one cup of coffee. Like, not even that if you get it all. Fuck. You know, and also, uh, you know, uh, that's just like the entry rate. If you want to go a little bit more, you can get some free merch every three months. So, you know, check out patreon.com slash farstrider and you can learn all about it. Also, go to farstrider.com, my website, where you can find my blog and links to shopfarstrider.com and all the other places and things and awesome stuff that I do bark, including, you know, maybe some naughty stuff if you if you want to check out some Xtube or, you know, whatevs. Uh, but bark! Anyways, uh, yeah, thanks everybody at Pack Farstrider. Well, and naughty stuff, go to my Twitter. <laughs> oh, yeah, if you want to see some naughty stuff, go to Daddy's Twitter uh, at uh, pup oh, underscore tease bark huff. Huff. I may have I may have shot a few loads to that. I shoot loads to it every day. Arf. Arf. Okay, so uh, on to book two of the episode. The only other book. book or you want to do something different? The only other book we're going to do today, and then that's going to be the end of recording podcasts. I promise, Daddy. This is the last book, and then we're going to call it an end because, fuck, we're already two-thirds through an episode. We're usually only one-third through an episode, but that last book was way longer than I thought it was going to oh be. Oh, my God, I'm so tired. Uh, <laughs> I bet. That was fucking long, and you read the most of the one before that which was the previous episode which oh my god that was a long book holy shit go back an episode and it was good but fuck that was long anyways the bear of Markoth the bear of crimes of Ulfric Strongcloak by Arianus Eris Imperial Scholar Try a different voice. Try a different voice. Okay, 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 okay. We'll do a different voice. We'll do a different voice. I hate that one. Well, thanks. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even know what episode we're on. Seven or whatever. Thanks for telling me. Appreciate it. Okay. Uh, So let's see here. Let's see. We're going to do a new voice. We're going to do a new voice. Oh, Um, Storm Cloaks in the... So let's see. We're going to do, um, Laddie. We can do it together. The Bearer of Markarth, The Crimes of Ulfric Stormcloak, by Arianus Arius, Imperial Scholar. That's better. Ulfric Stormcloak is considered a hero by many for his part in quelling the Forsworn Uprising. It is said that when the Emperor abandoned Skyrim and the natives of the Reich rebelled undoubtedly due to the Nord's poor treatment of them, Ulfric Stormcloak and his militia was there to take... Retake. To retake their land from the Forsworn. In all the bravado 
The epics yearns the skulls compose of this of his exploits. You would thank Ulfric to be a giant of a man. Equal to that of Tiber Septim. I mean that's that's going a bit far. Tiber Septim, he's he's pretty fucking amazing. Like, don't fuck with the Septims. Oh shit. Oh shit, I picked up my mic. Well, that's a thing that happened now. I picked up my mic. I think I think we gotta lose. <clears throat> oh my god. Wow. Um, excuse us while we do some technical... Wow, technical <laughs> difficulties, um, to say the least. There we go. There we go. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, so, if this is a quote, what is this called? I don't know. Yeah, we have this and that. Oh, that's like a subtext. They didn't give you an end to it. And then they start a new paragraph. Yeah, it's right after them. Undoubtedly due to the Nord's poor treatment oh, of them. There, there it is. So there's um <laughs> ellipses in the in the text that are that imply subtext like somebody didn't want to get beheaded for saying shit yeah, against know. the emperor and uh daddy she's missed the end of the subtext. Like you can't start a new paragraph with without <laughs> it. Like that's that's not how you I didn't Okay. It. Okay. Um, anyway, Moving on. Am I on the next paragraph or am I still on that top paragraph? No, you're at butt. Okay. I'm at butt. Ooh, I like butt. Mm. But the truth is far, far more revealing. Okay, Lottie. There you go. But the truth is far more revealing. This from 4E174 to 176. The did in fact rule over the reach as an independent kingdom from Skyrim. This, yes, this was accomplished while the empire was beset by Eld Mary. I can't do this in my fake shitty Scottish accent. Was yes, I gotta do a different one. Dominium. Forces and um, could not send the legion to. Goodbye. I'm gonna order. do this in an Australian accent. That's not uh, Australian. You uh, sound stupid, mate. Well, I'm gonna do it in my stupid accent then. And yes, Ulfric <laughs> Stormcloak did quell the rebellion. Yes. While this accomplished, while the empire was beset by old Mary Dominion no, forces dear. and could not send the legion. Holy shit, what happened? I don't know. <laughs> could not send the legion to reestablish order. Or order. That's really bad. <laughs> okay, that's really bad. And yes. Ulf and yes, Stormcloak did, Stormcloak did quell the rebellion, rebellion. without imperial, imperial assistance. assistance. Maybe I won't do an accent. That much is true. That much is true. But, but what, what the bards often, often fail to, to tell in their, their stories <laughs> is that the Forest War Kingdom was quite peaceful <laughs> for those two years they were in power. <laughs> True. Some crimes were committed against former Nord landowners. Often, often those accused, accused of being, being whore shit. 
towards harshest workers. towards their native uh, workers. Horseshit. Horseshit. <laughs> I mean, same thing. Harshest, horseshit, same thing. Uh, <laughs> but on the whole, the first one ruled their lawns fairly. And were making overtures to be recognized by the empire as a legitimate kingdom. What he said. Did you get that? In the wake of the aftermath of the Great War, you, you can imagine the backlog of stately matters the Empire had before a peace treaty could be resolved with the Forsworn. A militia led by Ulfric Stormcloak besieged the, the gates, gates of their capital, capital. Markarth. What happened during the battle was war. <laughs> no fucking talk. <laughs> what happened after the battle was over is nothing short of war crimes. Wow. That's, that's deep. That's deep. I don't even know what you're talking. It's so deep. Every official who worked for the Far Sworn was put to the sword. Even after they, they had surrendered. surrendered. Wow, that's harsh. Native women were tortured. To give wow, why were they tortured? Why you got torture women, motherfucker? This is like goddamn history. Yeah, <laughs> native women were tortured to give up the names of warsworn fighters who had fled the city and or were in the hills of the reach. Anyone who lived in the city, forsworn and nord alike, were executed if they had not fought with Ulfric and his men who had who they breached. The gates. The gates. You are with us! When or you are in Skyrim! Oh, oh, hold on, hold on. This is like the 100. You are you are with us or you are against Skyrim. It's it's very much like <laughs> Blood Blood Reina. When Blood Reina was like, you are one crew or you are against one crew. Choose! You turned the page by accident. I know, I turned it back. So, you are with us, or you are against Skyrim, was the message on Ulfric's lips as he ordered the deaths of shopkeepers, farmers, and the elderly, and, and any child old enough to lift a sword that, that had failed in the, in the call to, to the fight, fight with him. What a fucker. Wow, Ulfric is a fucking tool. I mean, we kind of already knew that, but fuck that bitch. God damn it. He sucks. So bad. So bad. He's a fucker. He's like Henry VIII. <laughs> He's worse than Henry VIII. Henry VIII makes Ulfric look sane. Yeah. Or, well, Ulfric makes Henry VIII look sane. There we go. That's better. That's more accurate. I'm a little drunky. Okay. So when a grateful empire adopted Ulfric's victory and sent soldiers to reestablish the rule of law in the reach, it was no surprise that he would demand to be allowed to worship Talos freely before the legion could enter. 
with chaos running through the streets of Markarth and the reports of deaths rising every day, the Empire had no choice but to grant Ulfric and his men their worship. We allowed them to worship Talos in full violation of the White God Gold Concordat. The White Gold Concordat. Why does it gotta be white? He racist. We allowed them to worship Talos in full violation of the White Gold Concord with Aldemary Dominion. Which recognizes the elven belief that Talos, as a human, cannot be one of the divines. In jeopardizing the treaty that so many sacrificed for during the Great War, the Empire was wrong. But what choice did they have? I ask you. What choice did they have? Against the bear of Markarth, Ulfric Stormcloak. No. It not... An answer. Yeah, I know it's not an answer to that. Okay. You know, you'd be you'd be fucking murdered, apparently. Um, wow. The bear of Markarth. Um, what a fucker. <sighs> what a fucker. That was a bit of a read. Uh, I don't know if it's just because we're super drunky at this point. This is the third and last episode we're recording today. It's a bear pelt because it's a bear book. It's a bear pelt because it's a bear book. But holy fuck. I mean, would you advise people to read that? Are my nips hard? or Is it cold in here or is it just my nippos? Is it cold in here or is it just my nippos? <laughs> It's uh, Bimini Bamboulash. Go check her out. She's fucking red drag queen from the UK. Is it a drag queen cream? <laughs> a drag queen. A drag queen from the UK. Uh, bing, bang, bong. Ding, dang, dong. Sing, sing, song. UK, it. huh? I did that out of order. <laughs> Anyways, uh, go check her out because she's fucking rad. And I don't know how she associates with Skyrim and all this bullshit that we've been doing today. But um, apparently that's a thing. Uh, here we are. Me and my orc ass self here at the Tallow Shrine. <laughs> we need, yeah, we need to... Uh, get the blessing of Talos because um yeah we are we're a bit dirty and oh hey hey it's Sophia she's still naked Sophia. holding a door you wanted something I wanted good. um you know what Sophia I would love for you to sing us out can you can you sing for which me which song which song uh Derek's well favorite my favorite Ragnar the Red can you sing it for me oh there once was a oh there once was a hero Ragnar. Ragnar the Red who reigns in white rum from Ulfric's head. And the man that's something in bread is his blade as he tells the battles and Ulfric made. Dark. But then he went quiet, did Ragnar the Red as he marries woman Matilda, he said. Yes. Oh, you talk and you lie and you drink all our meat and all the things. I told them to slide them in And so then came clashing and slashing of steel as the brave last man's Blah, blah, blah. 
And the man and named Dragon Ball will stop me no more. And his ugly redhead rolled around on the floor. Bark! Thank you, Sophia! Check out the mod, Sophia. She is the best fucking follower ever. Thank you, Daddy Tease, for another episode of Storytime with Daddy Tease. From Tamriel. Arr. Arr. Ba ba. Ba ba. Ba ba. Ba ba. Ba ba. I don't know how that song goes. Okay, peace. Ha! Bark! Mic drop. <laughs> Drop the fucking mic and bark, yes. bark, bark. I'm Bart Strider. I'm Daddy Tease. We'll catch you next episode. Bark.